Welcome to Coffee, Eggs and Inspiration. It's a weekly show that goes out over YouTube and as a podcast over all of the major channels. And each week I get to sit with an inspiring person and listen to them tell their story and share it with all of you. This week is no different. I'm joined by Stuart Warden. The principal of the Brit School. I'm super excited by this. Oh, uh, thanks, Craig. Absolutely. I'm fizzy. really happy to be here. <laughs> Thank cool. you for coming. Um, I'll give Stuart the customary uh, introduction. Uh, Stuart uh, has a background in theatre, actually, uh, was a theatre producer and worked with a lot of playwrights. Uh, and uh, now, tw almost 26 years ago, I think, yeah. joined the Brit School, uh, which we'll talk a lot about during this interview. Uh, 1994 uh, was was the time and has taken this institution into the uh, famous, iconic, uh, incredible institution uh, that it is today and continues to uh, pump out amazing talent. The Brit School itself is a free state school. Uh, it is selective uh, and um, it's uh, distinguished by its focus on performing and creative arts. So uh, for those of you, uh, certainly in my age group, you might remember f uh, Fame, the movie. Uh, it's sort of based on that concept. <laughs> it is, and yeah. it is really, it's honestly like yeah. that, walking around uh, yeah. the school. It's, it's so cool. It's in Croydon, which is a, a city in south, uh, south of London. Uh, some would say South London. Um, and it does education and vocational training in performing arts, media, art, design, and the technology that supports that. Uh, some of the alumni, check this out, Adele, Jesse J, uh, Jovian Wade, Kush Jumbo, Loyal Kana, Amy Winehouse, Kate Nash, Black Midi, Tom Holland, uh, the latest Spider-Man, and I could go on for many, many minutes uh, and probably hours uh, with the, the list of um, fantastic talent that's come out of it. It's funded by the government, the media industry, and uh, a contribution from the Brit, uh, Brit Awards, uh, which is ad administered by the uh, Brit Trust, so the, the big music uh, festival and award ceremony uh, each year. Uh, what an incredible institution oh, you lead, you. Stuart. Oh, thank you, yeah. Yeah, so tell, tell me, uh, tell me um, about the uh, beginnings of it. You came into the school you'd never taught before, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd done a little bit of teaching. Uh, I worked mainly in theatre, a, a bit in film, uh, and, uh, and my, my, my role in, in theatre was to find new plays and, and get them on in London. And I had a few fantastic years doing that. Uh, so reading scripts, working with writers, developing work, kind of on a fringe level, but yeah. it, we, um, we had some success. It was the best, best of times. And then uh, I thought, well, I just thought I might need a proper job. You know, I was in, I was in my sort of late, late, mid to late 20s, and I thought, well, let's see. And, uh, and I saw this advert, and I went along to this school. It, was, it had been open for two years, and uh, it didn't really know what it was doing. It was kind of wonderfully chaotic. <laughs> Uh, and not really like a school. No, there was no uniform, there was no bells. Uh, everyone was doing art or dance or drama or music. And it had a kind of buzz to it. Uh, and no one knew anything about it. It was an idea. They were saying sort of kids from fame from Croydon. Um, and it opened with a bit of a fanfare because George Martin, yeah, from the Beatles yeah. guy, he was, the, he was one of the leading advocates for it. And I thought, well, that sounds cool. <laughs> If I go to a school that George Martin is involved in, that's kind of cool. Um, and uh, and it was, I say it was beautifully chaotic, and still is really. It, and no, but no one knew who we were. And now it's beautifully chaotic, and everyone 
knows who we are. Um, yeah, it's uh, my mum's really proud, you know, and and uh, and it's very very rewarding. I walked as I was walking in uh, to meet you today. I, you know, I walked through the West End, and there was a poster with one of our former students. You know, in the lead, and everybody's talking about Jamie. I saw an advert for Lola Young's new release. You know, um, I'm looking forward to going to the Brit Awards next week. You know, FK Twigs is going to be there. You know, and um, and that's exciting. You know, it's exciting what it's become, and it's been rather moving in lots of ways. It's, it's very, it's kind of a, it's a school full of emotion. And although I, I love the kind of kids from Fame tag, but it's also full of very serious young people. You know, who who take their art form really seriously, who want to be the best musicians or the best filmmakers or games designers. And, uh, and that's, that's always been its way. Yeah. And it's just been very exciting to keep it, well, we say keep it Brit, keep Brit special, um, which is that we must, we must believe in young people. We must believe in them creating original art. Um, and I'd like to think 26, ooh, 26 years on, it still has that great, kind of buzz to it that kind of excited me all those years ago absolutely well we met uh, I think a couple of years ago that's right yeah I've yeah. been down there to, to the Brit School uh, in Croydon a couple of times yeah. and it has a I have to say it has a visceral effect thank you uh, walking in there, you yeah. can feel the energy. Kids are bouncy. There's no um, identifiable classrooms. Um, maybe a, maybe a few, but there's a lot of stuff that's happening in the corridors, yep. on the stairwells, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's just an energy, and everyone's bopping around, looking yep. yeah, very pleased yeah. to be there and thank you. doing what they love. So a great tribute. To well, thank how, you. how do you create that? Well, I think. Atmosphere? Well, that's. I think it's take. It's a brave thing. I think people kind of go and go, wow, this isn't like a school. It's like a place of work. I call it an adventurous playground. And in a playground, you need to be safe. Uh, so we're safe and the kids feel protected and they feel uh, that there is boundaries. But within that, they're allowed to play. And without play, no art happens. And without play, you don't discover yourself. You know, we are born to play. And, it's, uh, and schools, I think, unfortunately, are repressing play because they're driven by different metrics or different different reasons to be. Our existence is to give young people the ability to express themselves and be themselves. So, so, so you take away bells and everything is possible. So a bell is a really restrictive thing. You know, it's like, it's the start of school. You're not at school. It's like a Victorian kind of like foghorn going over the town. And, uh, and not having a bell is just, because we can all read the time. You know, we can get to work on time. We can run a rehearsal over if necessary. Um, so there's a discipline required um, when you don't have some of those structures, right. which I think young, I was, I was talking to a young actor yesterday and she's 14 and she's like, I can't believe the independence I'm given here, but the trust, yeah. you know, so why, why would you steal from your school? You wouldn't, you know, you, you wouldn't, why lock a room? You know, it's your recording studio, it's your TV station, you know. Uh, the YouTube music TV station is just one of the most exciting classrooms in the country. It just happens to be a TV studio where people are learning to make TV, they're learning to make film, they're learning to make promo, they're learning to make content. Um, and, I, and I think I'm proud, and it, it is brave, it's much easier to put young people in uniform and say, do your, do your tie up, because then we're controlling them. And when you control a young person, uh, it's good news because you know, you know where you stand. So if you take away the controls, uh, it's quite dangerous. But I think in that, but the huge respect that they have for that building is because 
A, they're doing their thing, yeah. and B, they're allowed to make mistakes, and they're also, uh, and they've got some seriously successful former students, right. and they kind of go, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. So Javan and Percy set up Wall of Comedy, you know, huge YouTubers now, massive on, on that platform, because they came along one day, borrowed a camera and made a movie, stuck it on YouTube, millions, the story is, you know, you know, one of them's in LA and one of them's producing, you know, for E4 at the moment. And if you're a teenager and you maybe have nothing but your talent and someone says to you, come here and you, it can happen, wow. Well, there's a, there's a couple of themes in there that I want to sort of drill in, of course. in on. Um, first, you know, if you've, you know, you, if you've got talent, you can come here and uh, be something and create something. Sure. It's got a one, and it's free. Yeah, yeah, that's so uh, important. It's a wonderfully uh, democratic, egalitarian yep. um, atmosphere, isn't it? Yes, it is. That, that this this world of possibility. Yeah. How how uh, how critical is that ethos to the school, and, and how does it affect things like the diversity? Of yeah. Talent? Well, it's the thing. That it's free is the thing. A lot of people don't know that, everyone at home. Um, it is free, no one pays to go there. It's not a school for the elite, it's not a school for those that can afford, there are no fees. It's a state school. So consequently, everyone's welcome. And imagine if you're 13 and you wanna be a dancer, and you love dancing, and you dance in your club, or you dance on your street, or you dance in your bedroom. You can't afford dance lessons. Your family don't have that. Come to the Brit and it'll all happen for you. I watched the boy yesterday, right? He's dancing on stage tonight. He came here with, he's an amazing break dancer, unbelievably gifted. He's never done a ballet lesson in his life. Why would he? Self-taught. Well, he's never gonna have gone to a ballet class because his family wouldn't have perhaps seen that as a possibility. They may not have done or afforded it. And he can come to Britain. Now, I saw him doing a piece of contemporary dance yesterday, nearly moved me to tears. There's this boy from South London moving and, you know, existing inside the emotional quality of this music and he's never done ballet he's got to 16 and it's very hard to be a professional dancer without ballet it just is it's inside you you know it has to be it's a discipline um, and it just means that so much more is possible for him so the it being free if you think about the digital world you know i know everyone can make movies these days yeah uh, i know that that's possible because we've got the resource but you also need to be around people um, that have got maybe other resources to help you and if you're, if, you know, if you're in your bedroom making movies or you're, you know, you're making them on the streets, that's incredible. But imagine having a TV studio yeah. and you go, oh, hang on a minute, I now feel like a pro. This isn't going to be a hobby. This isn't going to be, I am going to do it myself. But I'm going to know the professional framework. I'm going to know what a set design looks like. I'm actually, you know, I, I got told off the other day by a student for being late to a meeting they were running. They were 17, right? And she was like, Stuart, we started five minutes ago. And I'm like, I am so sorry because they have professional... Um, and that girl, she doesn't. So wonderful. Yeah, it's, well, it's brilliant. It's extraordinary. I love, and I love the fact that um, uh, Holly, uh, she's actually going to go and be a sports journalist. Okay. But she's a brilliant stage manager. She knows discipline. She knows organisation. She knows. She knows how to tell the principal of the school that they're late for a meeting. I think that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <coughs> um, Wandering around the school, yeah. you can see this. I mean, I've, I've been uh, walking around the school with you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I was really struck, Stuart, by the kids. Are, it's, it seems like a very flat environment. The kids okay. bowl up to you. And yeah. they're, they're absolutely unafraid because yeah, 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 you're yeah. the leader in the school. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you seem part of the, the cohort. And yeah, yeah, yeah. very approachable in a way. Oh, that's nice. I think, I think um, most of the staff there are artists. I'm a theatre director. I, just run a, I also run a school. So when you're directing a play, 
the lighting designer, the set designer, the costume makers, the stage managers, uh, the deputy stage managers, they are important and you have to value them. You know, you can't, there is a hierarchy of course, but you have to value the collaborative ensemble. It's like we sent some filmmakers off to uh, on location to the Peak District recently in two teams of 25 okay. and they're all doing, and that's hilarious, right? Yeah, so thanks to the generosity of a, of a film company that supported that event, we you know someone couldn't afford someone hadn't been out of London, but but the key about that democracy and and I think how staff see themselves there is that this is not a them and us, this yeah. is an us, yeah. and that makes for beautiful art. Very much. Well, when you're when you're terrified of your boss or terrified of your teacher, nothing's really. Well, I suppose happen. it comes back to this environment of safety that you talked about. Oh, I, I every wanna, time. I, I want to drill down on that. Because, okay, cool. Um, you know, you've been in education, um, yep. a different flavour of it yep. for a uh, quarter of a century. Yeah. What are your observations on traditional education? Okay. As as it uh, as it contrasts with what you yeah. do? Yeah. Well, I think. You know, I think it's tough being in education at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard because there's a lot of expectations on you as a teacher, as a leader, even and as a student. So the expectations are that this time from nine till three is the most important time in your right. life. And you've got to get a lot done. Um, and it's got to be ordered, it's got to be structured, it's got to hit results, you've got to hit results, you've got to hit results. Uh, and those metrics, I think, are sometimes damaging and they've become more and more pressing in young people's lives and in teachers' lives. So, you know, you, so it's all about the spreadsheet. Yeah. And it's all about the target grades and the targets and the targets. And I think what that happens for young people is that it puts a pressure on them yeah. that makes it very intense. It's already intense enough growing up. Your brain is developing, your hormones are developing, you're getting a sense of your own identity. Yeah. Then you're being told how to cut your hair. Then you're being told what shoes to wear. Then you're being told you've got to get these grades, otherwise I will fail as a teacher and I will fail as a head teacher and we will fail as a academy and we will fail as a country and I think that sense of pressure on young people and I've seen it um, I do go to other schools I think they're amazing you know they're not for me how some of them run their lives but that's but it works if what you want is is the out, is, is outcomes you know yeah. but for instance if we look at the marketplace of employment okay I've got some I'm worried about that I went to a really lovely function um, not so long ago where a head teacher was quite rightly applauded for his amazing work. He was retiring and every child was going to university from his school. Mm. And I was like, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. The world of work, um, you know, when you're 14 to 18 is the second stage of the neurology. You know, it's the most exciting time for the brain because you're working out who you are and you can make fundamental changes there. Um, so I think that's a very exciting time to liberate that brain rather than to crush it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I think, you know, if we think about that university travel, it works for loads of kids. Yeah. But actually, some of them want to find work. Some of them want to go on adventures. You know, they don't... It, it, I, well, I'm really proud the school has a... Lots of different parts. Yeah, and that, and that should be seen as, as powerful. Yeah. Like, the young child who wants to go and be a dancer or a filmmaker at 18 should be celebrated in Absolutely. the same way as a child who wants to go to Oxbridge. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're both very worthwhile. 
I know what employment want is they want creative young people, yep. they want uh, flexible young people, and they want people with confidence and communication skills. They're the things. They don't necessarily want a degree because that only proves that you've got a degree, which is a powerful well, thing. As an employer, I can confirm yeah. that. I'm yeah. 100% in agreement, and I'm the dad of two teenage boys, and right, I have okay. these observations as well. And I think in a world that's um, changing constantly, yeah. your ability to remain agile, adaptable, embrace a life of continuous yeah. learning, see around the corners, imagine a future that's different, yeah. these are all different ways of describing creativity, yeah. not maths or English or yeah. history. Uh, so I think, you know, in, in today's world, creativity is, is really a superpower. And oh, creatives it, it, are is, it is. Oh, they really are. I was talking to some of these students when they'd come back from this film shoot. And uh, one of the directors, a young girl who I think was very, very nervous when I met her when she was 14. Now she's directing a film at the age of 17 with a crew of 24, a budget on location. And she says, oh, I'll tell you what, uh, Stuart, the first day was awful. Yeah. I got it wrong. I got my logistics wrong, I got my timing wrong, I got my uh, my communication between the, 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 the production line was all adrift. And I was, uh, she was said, uh, she, I think she almost said, uh, you know, I was like a captain at, at sea in the yeah. boat. I didn't know where I was going. And then I got it together. Yeah. And that's powerful. Glorious, you know, it's powerful. Glorious failures. Well, yeah, that. and it's just glorious. It's fantastic to know that that's a team thing that she's done there. Yeah. So she may not go on to make movies. I think she probably will. But what she's got there is she's dug in. Yeah. And she's faced a real life situation. You know, the beauty of vocational education, I love academic subjects. We're pretty good at them at school. Yeah. We're way above the national average in maths and science. And English. But to but in addition to academia, is to have vocational skills, real skills, to really know how to, to, to work and to face the challenges of work, I think is very powerful. I completely agree. Yeah. I, I felt so moved by this, I actually wrote a book on the topic. It's called Playful Curiosity. What a phrase. Um, I love that I, phrase. I did credit you, actually, in the Thank book. Thank you. In the, in the Playful start. Curiosity. I should have brought one. For no, it's okay. It's cool. It's a good title. Yeah. yeah. Stuart, you must have had some incredibly memorable moments yep. with students along mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, can you pick out a couple and just tell us a story? Yeah, yeah, sure, of course. Um, I think um, I got a lot of time for Kate Nash, and I love Kate. I used to teach her acting, uh, and we did a production of Hamlet, where we had twenty-four Hamlets, not one, and it was set in a bedroom, and everyone was in their pajamas, and we were exploring sleep, and we were exploring mental health, and we were exploring what it's like to be a teenager who's messed up, which is basically Hamlet. And I remember seeing Kate in the corner of this room that we'd set up, this theatre room, and she was inc an incredible actress. And I would have put my house on her being an actress. She applies for drama school, it doesn't happen. What? I couldn't believe it, and I, I don't know what to say. <coughs> anyway, the story goes, she falls down the stairs, she's stuck in her bedroom, she starts writing music, she sticks, she sticks something on a thing called MySpace, remember those days? Yeah. One of the first artists to use MySpace. Um, and then of course it all takes off for her. Right. And I can remember she writes a little thank you to the school on her first album, Maiden Briggs, and, and she invites the school to her opening, her op uh, gig at Shepherd's Bush, her big end of tour show. It was ran with Brit School. And I remember looking around going, and the whole crowd was singing Foundations, and it was just a top moment. And what I love about Kate is, is, is that moment, but actually what then went happened next. So her career, she grabbed hold of it. She didn't do the songs that her labels wanted her to do. Good girl, she got all punky. She got, you know, she was strong feminist uh, singer. 
and then I, and I always had my fingers crossed that you know she would the acting would come back into her life and now you know she's a big 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 success in glow yeah. that is a story and I'm just so deeply proud of her I mean you know I could you know you've mentioned many of those others before but that's just a that's just a, a moment that I that I that I really love and I think um okay, oh god let me think yeah one of the others I remember being at the Brit Awards and I was meeting one of those former students backstage uh, you know and I'm waiting for her because she's very busy and uh, and, I'm, and I'm excited to see her. I haven't seen her since she became this colossal you know world star uh, and as I look around the cor cor corner of the O2 this young tall young black man starts walking towards me and I'm thinking hey it's Alex and he was on our production course so yeah. he was a lighting sound designer right so he's walking towards me and I'm like oh it's my moment right you know Ant and Decker walking past and blah 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 but I want to see Alex he comes past me, I say, Alex, mate. And he goes, yeah, sorry, Stuart, I'm busy. And just, just walked straight past me. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I think he was on the lighting crew. And we've got a lot of people working backstage, you know, on, every, right. on a lot of films, on a lot of music shows. But that moment of this young man not having time for me. He was an alumnus at the time? Yeah, 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 he was yeah. an alumnus. And he was just working on the, he's, he's, he's made a career out of working, you know, as a production. Because uh, we've, got, we've got 100 production students there yeah. doing lighting and sound and costume. Yeah. And there he was, he was too busy to talk to his old teacher. <laughs> and I was like, that is brilliant, you yeah. know. And, you know, I think that is a that is a top moment. I think seeing... seeing uh, Laser focus, professionalism. Well, he was just on it, you yeah. know. He's like, I'm really, I'd love to meet and chat, but I'm actually yeah. busy. Yeah. And so he had professional focus. He was uh, he was there doing his thing, you know. I think Javan and Percy's success in Wall of Comedy has also been uh, something to behold because those two young men are they were such fun to teach. They're both actors, and they were my tutor group. Okay. And they were they were up for it, you know. Yeah. They were up for the parties. They were up, but they also just knew how to work hard. And you know, to set up an internationally successful, you know, YouTube thing like Wall of Comedy, to have E4 knocking on their door, to create Shura's story, which is like one of the most successful and to do that off their own graph yeah so those two boys and every when they come into school they are the heroes yeah. because every kid's seen their films on YouTube every right. kid knows their story yeah. you know and they're role models yeah and that's powerful so yeah I could I, go on but and it's, there's some and for it's you. The, out of interest who was the uh, woman that you were waiting for it was Adele it's good to catch up with her and when I last saw her when I'd seen her I wasn't the head teacher I was I was running the theatre department and sort of artistic side of the school and she goes oh look at you now and I went yeah look at look at you now <laughs> and then she went on to sing um, uh, uh, when we were young that night and it was a glorious night for her and she looks down at the Brit school students in the pit at the Brit Awards and says I remember when I was young please check, check that out yeah that she had that moment to kind of like talk, you know, and and you know, and I've also loved how she's been working with Laura Dockrell, the former student, on you know, on that powerful story that Laura uh, has been talking about. That's that's uh, that's yeah, that connection, that always brick connection, you know. Yeah. And Ben Thomas is still Adele's guitarist. You know, they met in the foyer when they were sixteen. You know, and he's still, you know, incredible, a, incredible. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a very special talent. connection. Yeah. But I, I love the, the the way that you call out. You know that that it's very easy if you're not in the industry to sort of see what you see in front of you. Yeah. And yeah, forget yeah, yeah. that actually there's a massive team and and a lot of sort oh, of my favourite moment sit behind that. And yeah, I was watching um, uh, I think is it. Uh, one of the latest Star Wars films. Yeah. And I was watching it because uh, my friend was, uh, former student Roy Taylor, is the stunt coordinator of it. Okay. And you've seen more of his films than, than any other, you've, you've seen him more than you've seen 
Amy Winehouse. You know, for instance, he yeah. is he is in Game of Thrones. He is in Harry Potter. He he falls at the end of Harry Potter. He's he's Voldemort. Okay. But as a stuntman. <laughs> And he's a stunt coordinator on Star Wars. Right. And you see those names, you know, there's hundreds yeah. of names at the end of a movie. Yeah. And they've got to come from somewhere. Yeah. They've got to have those technical skills. You know, film TV is the biggest growth industry in this country. And I'm loving the fact that our school is training up those technicians, yeah. those camera people, those editors, those, uh, the, the, those people, those stunt people. You know, the actors are one thing, but actually the crew yeah. behind any artistic endeavor is the thing. Well, you heard it here. So there's a big, <laughs> a big set of uh, professions that you can go into. Uh, it's not all about university for sure. Um, I love university, by the way, but, uh, but I just don't think do it's too. always the way. Do you know, yeah. we've, uh, yeah. here at Google, we've crossed out the requirement for university Great. qualifications for as a, a recruitment criteria. Yeah, so please apply. Back. It doesn't matter if you've been to university or not. I'm going to do yeah. a, a, a little, uh, little plug. If yeah. you're a, a business or somebody who's uh, simply interested in the creative arts, this is a free school. Uh, I'll put a link below. Uh, if you'd like to make a contribution, whether money, time, or uh, uh, or uh, equipment, um, I'm sure Stuart yeah. will gratefully receive that. Yeah, no, I will. I mean, we are we're funded by the Department of Education. Yeah. We're supported hugely by the music industry and the Brit Trust. But to do what we do, we need help. We need friends. Uh, we need the generous support of others because, and, and what you're doing with that funding, whether you're, you know, wanting to do a workshop with us with Brit for Business or whether you're wanting just to give to the school, you are investing in the future talent of tomorrow. That's quite exciting to go, look, I helped that kid get on stage or I helped that kid become a games designer or look, we've just helped support the next Turner Prize winner because right. they will come from the Brit School. Yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> thrilling to know that, you've, that you as your organisation or as your individual have helped that school along the way. So yeah. All, all support, um, you know, welcomed. Super, super meaningful and a great oh, note to end you. on. So there's probably a few young people out there watching this or yep. maybe people uh, in uh, a little bit further into their career that are thinking about pivoting, interested in uh, getting into performing uh, and uh, creative arts. Yep. What's your advice to them, Stuart? I think it's the, it's the great time to join in. It's um, the creative and performing arts are the growth industry in this country. Uh, it's never been a better time to make TV. It's never been a better time to make movies or be involved in the games industry. This is exciting. So um, good news is that you can pretty much be assured that you'll get employment uh, because it's such a growth area. So I think you'll, everyone will know that it'll be hard work. That's great. You'll probably have some fun, which is great. And you're awful, you might make some impact. You know, I think it's very exciting that you can turn on the radio and hear a song that can make your day better, or that you can watch a movie that can make you think differently. We've got a lot of documentary makers coming out of Brit, and you know, you watch it, I saw a kid make a documentary the other day about Alzheimer's. It's incredibly moving. And to know that you can make something that can give, can develop people's emotions, that is also, can make your life feel a lot better when you're contributing. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Stuart, great advice. Uh, I think you're incredible. Oh. You're an, uh, an incredibly inspirational person. Oh, you, you have touched so many lives. Uh, oh. directly through the school and as you say rightly indirectly in, in terms of people who have enjoyed that art and creativity. Oh, it's, yeah, it's I, I really appreciate you joining me. Oh, thank, thanks. Thank no, you it's so been much. great. No, thank you so much, Craig. Yeah, good luck with everything. Thank, thank you. you. Cool.